You know how Mommy and Daddy said not to judge a book by its cover? That's exactly what we do on this show. We do not read these books. Candace and Jess are professionals. Please do not try this at home. Jessa, uh, what's your favorite donut? Uh, my favorite donut. My favorite donut. Mm-hmm. Um, that it sort of depends on my mood. I have mm-hmm. a mood-based donut liking um, sort of system. Right. Um, I sometimes go for like a jelly donut or a Boston cream. Oh, goodness gracious, yes. Or if I'm just on like a day-to-day, like, hey someone wants to buy me a donut and i'm just like it's like a, you know a tuesday yep. someone wants to buy me a tuesday donut um i'm pretty much down for like a nice unglazed like cake donut or old-fashioned donut oh yes yeah that's yeah. a beautiful thing yeah no i'm a real fan of those as well and um you know like i'm not a huge donut fan or a huge muffin fan like those kinds of things but you know like they got cartems in vancouver that does an earl gray stuffy yeah and i've never i've never really had anything like that i remember one day taking a walk down there and buying one and then deciding that i wanted to go to my favorite place in the world canadian tire and i sat in the patio furniture and ate it and uh, it was so great. But I wasn't asking to talk about Stoofies. No. We're talking, um, this is a purely donut-related conversation. It is. And what I wanted to bring to your attention was, well, the fact that apple fritters are probably my go-to favorite. I love an apple fritter. Um, I started a new job, as Jess knows. I'm not sure if you guys out there in uh, the Candace and Jess uh Universe? Biosphere. Um, Biodome. Biodome. That's what I was looking for. The Polly Shore of groups. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. How is is Stephen Baldwin? Yeah, how is Stephen doing? Um, But I do love an apple fritter. And at my new job, we have these giant, beautiful apple fritters. And, um, you know, me trying to use the gift of my voice to hide the fact that I'm completely unsure of everything that's going on at this place. Um, so I'm talking to this person and they want an apple fritter. I'm like, oh, these are the best donuts, whatever. I put the apple fritter into a bag and the bag like basically like catapulted sharp icing from the fritter into my eye. Oh, both eyes, guys, like both eyes, guys. It's it's a thing. So I shut my eyes and I go, whoa, okay. I just got shot with apple fritter and I was actually scared for a moment. But you know what happened? Did, was there a couple of very, very helpful bees that came in and plucked out all of the the, the sweet the sweet sugar shards? Oh, Candace, let me help you with that. No, that isn't what happened. Oh, shit. Um, something much worse. Something, I don't know. But the icing just melted in my eyes. Oh. And then, it, and then I was like, wow, I just got a shot of sugar as if I needed any more of mm-hmm. that. Straight, um, straight into the bloodstream yes. through your eyes. So I think I created a new fritter drug. And um, basically what you do is you uncomfortably shove a huge apple fritter into a bag, make sure your eyes are open, mm-hmm. and uh, you will get that high, that yeah. sweet, sweet sugar high. Just a nice, um, a nice good sugar high. And it's not scary, too. 
No, and, and I it? think that I'm I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Um, there are lots of helpful bees around the area that I think will be there for me. Uh, be there for and... me with stripes on um, the next time that happens. But oh my gosh, donut, donut catastrophic events. Donut. It sounds like you've had quite the day. Donut, donut. Do not kiss me. Yeah, wow. quite the day. Yeah, this, I guess these are the new uh, the the perils and uh, pitfalls of uh, of starting a new job. Yeah, you never know what the fritter is going to do, and uh, I still love them. I guess that's really what I want everyone to know is I still love a good apple fritter. <sighs> well, that's enough about donuts. This is not the Remember Donuts episode of Candace and Jess Judge a Book by Its Cover. This is Candace and Jess Judge a Book by Its Cover book episode judgment episodes i don't know i'm candace and i am jess mm-hmm. I and am. we are here for you we are here for you mm-hmm. and uh we are we are yeah. here for you with a audio cup of chamomile tea a tiny baby sock full of the most comforting and situations an afghan mm-hmm. here it was knitted with love and judgment of books Yes, and it's, you know, crafting, art, beautiful, important things in this world. Um, What we do here on the show, we're the only podcast on the whole internet that judges books by their covers that features a Candace and a Jess. Yep. um, Your pals. And uh, I think we're going to get straight to the book today because, you know, well, the donut talk, that needed to happen. Um, But now we're just going to dip right in because I am so excited for this book, Jess. I'm glad, you know, we've, we've done a lot of, we've done a few, uh, judgments on this show, um, in the past. And I really like it when, you know, it's a rare opportunity or a rare thing that when, uh, you know, we just go straight from the intro into the, here is the judgment of the book. We're just going to bring that book in. We're not going to screw around. We're not going to waste any time. We're not going to add in some unnecessary filler. We're not going to make an unnecessarily long list and then (laughs) discuss the reasons why we're not getting to the book, but we'll get Mm -hmm. to the book and we're going to get right to it. Yeah, that sounds like us. Definitely not what we're doing, what I'm doing right now. So you are, Jess is the conductor of the derailment train and that is his job on this podcast is to keep us completely unfocused. I'm really, I'm, I'm in training. I'm trying. I'm in training. Wow. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just giving it with the bees and the trains and wow. Yeah. Uh, we know why you come here. Hot served fresh comedy. Hot um, served fresh puns yeah. on a Portuguese roll. Yes. With. You'll, you'll never be hungry. Slivered almonds. Stick with me and you'll never go hungry again. And um, as many Lion King references as we can cram into the this very special theme episode of Candace and Jess Judge a Book by Its Cover. Yeah, walk on the wild side. You know, when you said it's in the past, I was just like Rafiki style. You remember he knocks him in the head and he's like, it's in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That really, that was, uh, that was... That was hilarious to me as a young person in 1994 or whenever that book came out. Love you, Simba. That um, was a, that was a movie. Well, I mean, I guess was it a book before a movie? Oh crap! Yeah, when the movie came out, I don't know. I I'm sure it's a book too. 
Yeah. And now it's a live action and a live action book. And I'm terrified and I don't know if I'm going to watch it. But anyways, Jess. Oh, I thought you meant like the Broadway musical. No, that was amazing. I I wept the entire time when I watched that. But no, there's like a new Lion King movie coming out where Beyonce uh, is doing the voice of Nala. And I don't think JTT is anywhere to be found. Isn't it um, uh, Donald Glover playing Simba? Or did I imagine that? I don't know. I haven't looked very deeply into it, mm. but I, quite a few people have come out of the woodworks and, and told me like, hey, are you going to be into this? Because just like Motley Crue's The Dirt, if we go any further back, it was Lion King. So anyone who knows me was contacting me about The Dirt and was contacting me about this Lion King film. So, And neither of them am I very excited to take part in. So Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. I'm, just a, I'm just a lazy person over here. That's cool. Okay, well, I get you. <laughs> the book that I am judging today uh, is by Dick Francis, which fantastic Jess and I, name. Fantastic yeah, we kind name. of agree that might be our new favorite name. Um, and the name of the book is The Danger. Some Walter White stuff here. The I am dang. the danger. I am the one who knocks. <laughs> this is The Danger by Dick Francis. Oh, thank you, Jess, because that was exactly the way that it should have been said. I am totally in love with this cover. You get to see some twiny rope wrapped around it, and uh, it's got this pink kind of fade going on and bright, shining gold lettering uh, for Dick Francis. Hey, hey Candace. Yeah. Do you think that when, let's say, let's just paint a small, like, a little picture here, a little world. Mm Mm-hmm. So... There's a cocktail party, a very yeah. like a very like you know very la di da. Like you're not getting like really dressed up, but you're getting kind of dressed up. You want to sort of show off a little bit. Yeah. And um, let's say you know there's some good hors d'oeuvres. There's gentle music playing. Nothing too crazy. We're not doing like a a real wacky party or anything like that. And Dick Francis, you're Dick Francis. I do always you, am. Do you feel that the best way to introduce yourself? is always your full name yes he's kind of got one of those names where it's just like i wouldn't just say like hi i'm dick i'd be like hi i'm dick francis df for short i wouldn't even shorten it i would just insist that everybody it's just like and they're like oh nice to meet you dick and then i would look at them stone cold in the eye and say francis Yes, yes, that is a must. And honestly, I didn't know that's where you were going with this. Originally, I thought you were going to say, is the, is this cover, like this book's cover, is that your outfit? And yes, this is like a light baby pink, like faded toga with your rope wrapped around it. My nails are painted in this bright gold, shimmery shine, toenails and fingernails. And I just really feel like I want to wear the cover of this book somehow. Um I'm I'm completely in love. Oh God! I think I just saw Dick's face. Anyways, Dick, uh, if you're out there, we really love your cover, and we're about to judge it and tell everyone what this book is really all about. I mean, I suppose it's better to see his uh, Dick Francis's face instead of Dick Francis's Francis. Yes. Yes. Or Dick Francis's Dick Francis. Also, anyway, that also I mean, true. Is, would that just be like the underside? Yeah, the back. Oh, okay. I, I love the name Francis. I love the name Dick. Francis Dick is also a great name. Francis Dick. 
But I think we can move on from this a little bit because well, the tr- we say that <laughs> we say that we're probably going to say that name a hundred more times. But mm-hmm. this book is truly about someone I'm named thinking, Francis. I'm currently thinking of a law firm. Of, yeah, of it's it's Dick Francis and Francis Dick, and the Dick and Francis law firm. Yes. Yeah. Um, I want to see attorney, those attorney at law. Yes. Attorney at law, if you've been hurt in a car crash uh, and you can't afford a lawyer, called Dick Francis and Francis Dick of France, Dick, Dick France, uh, Dicks and France. Um, <laughs> There's a couple. So this book is about a young lady named Francis who That's... might be in the danger, the danger zone. She's in the danger. Ooh, I, you know, sorry, I got to stop you for one second, Candace. When you sent me this cover the other day and you're like, mm-hmm. okay, this is the plan. Let's just, we'll, we'll start, you know, get it in your brain a little bit. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to do that. And as soon as I saw the danger, the first thing that did pop into my mind, I was like, I wonder how far we're going to get into the episode before one of us says the danger zone. Oh yeah. yeah. And I, I got there really you fast. Did. Hey? It was like straight out of the gate. Yeah. No. And it, the danger zone is pretty much every single place that is outside of the gate mm-hmm. stay in the gate if I you hear... don't want to be in the danger zone well that's the thing is i hear there's a highway to it yeah there is um and if you take the other path then you go to hell because there's also a highway to hell they're mm-hmm. kind of on like a you know a fork sort yeah. of thing a yeah. danger fork if yeah. you will and there's um, a stairway to heaven too so there definitely yeah. is and so um, a lot of like ways of traversal to places there is. And that mm-hmm. is what this episode is all about. It is really about the fear of music and the fear of the danger. Oh. The danger, Jess, lies within daydreaming. Damn, for real? The danger is all about daydreaming, reality, what world you want to live in, whether it be your fantasy world or your reality-based world. Okay. I personally have a pool that I draw from on both sides. Um, but basically, Francis, she's trying not to be a dick, guys. When she listens to music, when her mind is running wild, she literally needs to tether herself down in any weather to control what what's going on in her head. You know, you, do you ever do that, Jess, where you're listening to a song? It's usually like on a walk to work or just a walk in general or a moment to yourself. And basically, a great song comes on. Uh, it could be... It could be anything. And um, you just start you just start laughing. It's almost like every great memory, all these amazing things that haven't happened, but you think about the people you love and, and being with them and stuff. It's almost like this great fantasy movie that runs in front of your eyes. Have you ever had that happen? I'm going to be completely honest with you, Candice, is um, I only listen to one song. Oh, yeah. So well, does, it doesn't happen to that um, one song? And I mean, that's the thing is that it... Well, here's I'll tell you what song it is And then you can kind of Maybe we can sort of piece together What it is that I experience from that And the only song that I listen to Is My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion Well, that's a hard one, you know It's the only song that I know That Zamfir flute in the beginning I've talked to people, you know, Jess Like, I know, like Kelly, Tyler's mom, she she experiences this. I know my mother does too. Um, I really want you to experience it. Mm-hmm. I and mean, most of it is is me imagining what it would be like 
to be on the deck of the Titanic flying with Jack. I'm pretty sure what you imagine is getting a wonderful haircut, lying on a wooden door, Mm -hmm. and floating in a kiddie pool while someone takes photos of you. That is the dream. Yeah, like I don't mean yeah. to like steer no, you down another you, another highway there to no, the danger actually, zone. You've nailed it. Yeah, I have. the face of the nail. The head of the nail? What's the top yeah. of a nail called? Oh, the head of the nail, oh, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Right on the head. You yeah, got it. Yeah, you, you did it. Um, got it in one. Bang, yeah, actually, bang. most other music and most other songs, I will actively uh, destroy if it's given, like if someone gives me a gift of a CD. yeah. That's like post. Uh, uh, my heart will go on. I will. I will break it or I'll destroy it. And it's just no, no. This was the well, pinnacle of music, and then after that, it was just nothing. Yeah, right. Yeah. The Canadian Queen. Did you know that she used to touch her nose to say "I love you" to her husband that was watching her in the sound booth? They oh. were. They were a lot. Because um, he was a lot older than her, right? And he was the producer of her music or something. I don't think there was anything weird going on there. I think they loved each other in a gross way, which yeah. is like true love right um but francis is a sweet girl she can't help but be a dick she loves the talking heads especially but you know even ocean pearl can get her going Mm -hmm. um i mean who who doesn't love the talking heads yeah and who doesn't love you know i i i I got an ocean pearl that's great radio hits um thank you canadian content is really all i gotta say about that yeah um But the danger of it all is realizing the fantasy world is so important. And at some point, you can't really go back to reality. It's a sad place to be. Um, You obviously can keep your reality really fun, but you need to be in touch with your fantasy side. Or else you could really, you could, you know, you could lose. Yeah, you definitely can. You got to, I mean, you got to stay sort of like one foot on the dock. It's interesting that you, yeah, or one foot on the floating door. Mm -hmm. Jack! Jack will never let go, Jack, <laughs> except for I just did. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. This, um, is a, this is a really weird game of Twister, Jack. I don't know yeah. why you insist to play it on a door floating in uh, this, this pool. You are such a block of ice, Jack. Of deep um, water. But it's funny that you brought up My Heart Will Go On because I don't know if you noticed this, Jess, from the cover of the book, but there is a little pan flute playing man at the bottom. So the pan flute is featured on the bottom of this book. Uh, that is just for further fantasy training um, for all you lovely folks out there. Don't miss pan. Um, and, you know, like I do, like I said already, I love this gold. Jess, you're getting rough over there in the basement. I do love this gold lettering. Um, it's meant to reflect your own reflection to you so that you can realize how close to the fantasy world you really are. Uh, it's in the eyes, people. Look for the pupils and you'll know. Um, I mean, so eyes, fra- eyes got pupils. I, I, that sneeze took a little bit out of me. Yeah, I, I saw that over there. I was just most, like Most of it was out of the nose. Yeah, just covered myself with a tea towel and tried to stay healthy here. Um, but basically, Frances must choose between to the tether and the music she loves. So either she's tying herself down and not floating up there in the sky. Um, you know, like Frances, you know, I'm very, maybe Frances is me. Let's just be honest. Um, when I'm walking and listening to music, a lot of the time I can actually picture I have this like one fantasy where I basically fly, you know, that Nancat meme. Oh, like the, the cat that shoots the rainbow at its butt and it flies yeah. along and it's like part Pop-Tart? 
Yeah, so like I that's Pure, my that only That was way. that was probably the height of uh, you know, art. Yes. Yep. Yes, and I think it was taken from a Japanese um cartoon or something like that and made I'm not totally sure, but it's it doesn't have anything to do with the story other than that's kind of the only way I can explain it. It's like I have these like really long cape rainbow arms and I float above. I used to have this magic. This happen all the time in my head when I'd be walking in East Van trying to get on the uh, that train, that sky train. Oh, the I would train just, in the sky. I would imagine myself floating on top of all the people and like dropping these rainbow like dew drops and just everyone's getting into the music. And then, you know, I have fantasies where like all the animals come out of the forest in single file and like march behind me to the tunes. Um, so weird you had, stuff. you had an epic, like an epic parade. Oh, yeah. Like, like the wildest parade. Like, Possibly. I think there was even I mean, a zebra. Sounds like it. There we and, go. I just imagine, and I kept checking behind me because I was like, that's actually could happen. And there's lots of scary animals around where I live. So I was just like, bah, but didn't take out an earbud, just full blast walking on the highway. Yeah, um, we got Because if you're going to go my way. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do. And so I kind of feel like Frances, you know, she goes through this. She's having these kinds of things happening in her head while people are trying to talk to her. And they're like, Francis is really a dick. Dick Francis. Jeez. Mm. Um, I couldn't imagine not having music. Like, I know the first book, the first book we ever judged on the show was The Giver, and it was actually turned into a movie with Meryl Streep, I think, quite a while ago. Yeah, I I, I just didn't hear about it until it showed up on Netflix, because if it's not on Netflix, I'm probably not going to find it. And then it doesn't Um, it doesn't exist. Yeah, doesn't it's not real. It was an okay movie, but um they don't have music in that reality and holy crap that would yeah, be weird i couldn't do the cool i mean that's the thing is that i don't understand how that's like oh, we don't have music here but you accidentally make music all the time oh yeah like with yeah. your steps or your heartbeat or like yeah. wouldn't you think even if you didn't know about music you'd still be like yeah. you'd make jazz with your face yeah face jazz Face jazz. That's which um, was the which was the first form of jazz. Um, back when jazz started in nineteen forty-seven. Yeah. Back when Lenny Kravitz played that first jazz hit. Yep. If you're gonna go my way. <laughs> um, when he did that, he <laughs> he did that first jazz. You I don't know. even know if that's his if that's what he says in that song, but or if that's Lenny Kravitz. I'm sorry, everybody. I don't know what I'm talking about. That's the whole premise of the show. <laughs> it, it was his, it was his sister Jenny Kravitz. So uh, yeah, goodbye Yellow Brick Road. I'm never going back again. Um, music is a companion, following you through your life, holding your hands yet pushing you forward. Is there danger in that, Bruce? Don't bring me down, Bruce. Yeah, Bruce Springsteen, Ty- the boss. No. What? No, he oh. can bring me anywhere. Oh. Um, but yeah, I I hope that I get to have a radio show one day so I can live in the fantasy world forever. Um, so I can play everyone their favorite song every day, whatever Give, that might be. Bring, bring in the, them their favorite hits. 
Yeah, like Starman. Like, you Hi, know David I, Bowie's Starman. Oh, sorry, Jess. Hi, I'm Casey Kasem, too. Oh, Casey Kasem. His name and voice used to freak me right out when I was a kid. You know, he was on, he, he did like the voice of Scooby-Doo. Oh, yeah. no, I didn't know that. Back I was actually. He did a lot of voice, vo- vocal work or voice work, voice acting. Guys, send me pictures of vans that you see. I uh, I really like pictures of vans, and I was searching through pictures of vans the other day, and I don't think I want to post uh, any picture that I didn't take or that wasn't taken by one of you. But I found a really cool Scooby-Doo mystery van um, for sale somewhere, maybe Delaware. Um, and I can't believe it. It was a true freakazoid. Ooh. It was, a unic- I, it was the unicorn of vans. Yeah, I basically just I think that's all I have for you about what this book is about. It's kind of just a a reflection of something I struggle with all the time, wanting to I'm just like a I'm such a dad. I just love the classics. I never get sick of it. Yeah. Um rock and roll forever. I that's all I have to say to you all. So is So it, you want to talk about bondage, Jess? So you know, Candace, Candace yeah, yeah, Jess. Candace, I appreciate the setup, but Candace, I was going to work it into it and see if I could be like, a, you know, hey, let's see if we can steer, steer this conversation to a point where I could be like, this book is clear. We, we've gone this far into the thing and, uh, you know, into the judgment and there's rope on this cover and we yeah. haven't talked about bondage yet. Yep. Yep. No, and I didn't really uh, give you a chance, and I know you that's just, not fair in the bondage world. You got to make mean, sure you have consent. <laughs> consent is to important. Talk a, to talk about bondage, mm-hmm. to, to work bondage in. Um, I didn't mean to scare you. I just wanted to... Uh, <laughs> You're like, no, it's happening. Let's. I wanted to make sure you were as into this as I am. I mean, that's basically. the thing, is that we did discuss previous to this moment and so as as much as it was brought up in such a manner it was still a, a consensual bring up oh, of the thing because we both knew it was coming we knew it was coming yeah so I think at some point too. we were going to talk uh i mean it was going to be some sort of bondage related something like bee bondage like you need those bees around for when apple fritters get in your eyes mm-hmm. well yeah tie them up bee bondage get consent and get that's consent <laughs> that's when you discuss with the bees and then they link themselves up like it's a bee beard, but it's the bees and they all grab their little bee hands together and they link all around you and they, they restrict you so you can't, um, you can't move. And that's enough of the bees. Mm-hmm. And then somebody yeah. and then and then your, your partner hits you with a. Oh, I had a one for that, but then it didn't work. Oh, no. Yeah. OK. It did not work. I was going to say. Well, always moving forward. Yep, even always when moving your forward. Foot, hey. Oh, my foot is so asleep. Guys, hard focus. Good thing I don't need to focus to do this job. Ah! <laughs> oh, goodness. And okay. all I will do is laugh. Oh, well, actually, I hope. That... I'll be okay. You'll be okay? You'll yeah, be okay? Oh, so, um, so Candace. Yeah, Jess. Uh, I got a couple questions for you about this here book. Maybe it's one question. Maybe you really, it's two questions. You really questions. wiggled out of that bondage thing. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's how I do. Oh. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a s- s- slippery little Jess. 
That's how I do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't. God damn. Okay. I really got to trim this beard. Yeah. I'm the just pop saying. Filter is it's too much. like, it's not so much that. It's not so much. It's like, sure, it's a beard. It's all that kind of stuff. But as it's getting warmer in like the world. Yeah. Um, when I get close to the microphone, the beard kind of like sits around and then my beard gets like it gets really, really warm and it's kind of disgusting. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think it could combust, it's and I, you know, hanging, sitting beside you here in the basement makes me pretty afraid. It's hanging on to all those words I've said, you know? Yeah, they're really yeah. in there. They're really in there, and it's just sort of nasty, and yeah. it's like, oh, imagine if someone was to, like, take a book and then take all the weird words out and rub them all over your face, That's and also like. the book was sweaty. Ew, that's really like makes me feel claustrophobic. I don't think I could ever, you know, like I loved that Jenna Marbles video where she's just like, I need a beard. Um, it was absolutely amazing and I loved every moment of it, but I am not a girl who wants to have facial hair. I feel as if that would make me feel kind of trapped. Um, so yeah, keep your beards clean, guys. Yeah, that's actually very important. That's actually a very, very good point, Candace. Um, yeah, we would like to take a moment um, just mm-hmm. to talk a little bit about beard hygiene. Yeah, um, just before we get into the rest of the uh, 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 episode, the rest. Yeah, of the before judgment. Jess asks me those heavy hitting questions, those heavy, we got heavy hitting questions that we switch up every week. That uh, oh yeah, yep. always changing um, around here. So yeah, I'd just like to say that it's just very very important that like every day, you know, you wash your hair. Maybe you do it every other day or something like that. But wash your beard too. Give it a good oh, wash down. Give it a good please uh, God. A condition afterwards, another yeah. another very very nice rinse. When you get out of the shower, make sure you uh you know dry it as well as you can, blow dry if that's such a thing is available. Give it a nice brushing and or comb out, and if you have it, um a nice small application of some beard oil just rubbed in there, um uh, just just makes the whole beard experience so nice, just so yeah. nice, yeah. Yeah, and of course there are folks out there that don't have the means to do that kind of stuff, but look out for your local beard owners and make sure everyone is keeping it clean. Um, All right, Jess, what are those heavy-hitting questions? Those heavy-hitting questions. Thank you, Uh, Candace. Uh, (laughs) He doesn't remember them? Amazingly, it's... uh, I mean, of course I remember those questions. I have them all written down. On my, I'm in Jess. my in my notebook. Hold on, let me just find the right page. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, here we are. Those questions, written right here. I even numbered them to one and two. Um, Candace, <laughs> yeah. When was this book written? <laughs> this book was written in 1954. Um, Damn. It was, yeah, it actually seems really strange that it came out that year. But, you know, it was like the cusp of a very interesting time in music. And um, the person, you know, the author, Dick Francis, uh, is a fortune teller. So he was able to see a lot of the things that were going to be coming. Um, and, you know, he knew about a lot of things that were, you know, on the up and up. Thank you, Dick. Uh, 1954 is better because of you. Yeah, thank you, Dick Francis. And mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, and I didn't really picture him as a as a fortune teller, <clears throat> especially with no. the name Dick Francis. Yeah. Sorry, I'm dying. <coughs> yeah. Oh God. Yeah. I'm back. Lay it on. <sighs> yeah. You know, y- YouTubers I'm- are always like coughing and burping and doing weird things. 
Um, and people seem to be endeared by it. What do you guys think? Is it okay? I don't know what I think. I don't know. I think that um, YouTubers... Like Ethan? Like Ethan Klein? I love, I love H3, but like he's like almost forcing himself to be gross sometimes. And, you know, it's just weird. But I, I still will watch it all and mm. probably laugh at him when he's being gross. I don't know who that is. That's okay. Half of the show does. I, um, I, 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 honestly, most of my time spent on YouTube is watching uh, the the videos made by those guys uh, on Funhouse. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. I do a lot of YouTubing. I, I am a tuber. A You're straight, a tuber? I, tu- I, I tubed it. You tubed that's, it. That's Did just you a little tube? Easter egg for you, Janet. Is that a tube? Is that a tube? A daily tubing? Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's a, uh, and it, no water wings, no nothing. I just tube. Just tube. I tube. Um, I tube it. Yeah. Anyways. That's good. Jess, there, there is I, another question. That I you try have to, to tube ask me. as much as possible, too. Um, yeah. Yeah. There was the, you of got course. A bad attitude. I forgot how to talk there for a moment. But we're back with words. <laughs> So the can- word edition. Sorry, so- yes. <laughs> Welcome to the word edition of Candace and Jess Judge a Book by Its Cover. Following up, this episode is going to be the non-word episode, where we, where we talk for a full 45 minutes and don't say a single word, except for wow. that one part in the middle where we fuck up talking without words and say real words. Yeah, this is always, always going to happen. So, Candace, what mm-hmm. is... Nope, that's not how the question goes. What? Who would you recommend this book to? <laughs> I'd recommend this book to anyone who has got a cocktail party to go to because I think it's a super duper fashion, you know, inspiration. inspiration. Um, if you need to get a fashion inspiration. Inspiration. Inspiration motivation. Um, I also suggest it to anyone who is having a really hard time balancing the fantasy world and their reality world. Um, just so a little, me. Yeah. Well, in honest truth, like, I'm very happy. I have the kind of life right now where I get to live in my fantasy world. Um, I have my fantasy man, my boyfriend. We get to kind of have our own existence together. So I'm, like, really just wearing my... You know, got my rubber boots on. I'm just playing around in that fantasy muck, um, making shapes. Living that good life. uh, Living that good life. So it's not an issue for me right now. But I think there are people out there that probably struggle with trying to keep their head in the game when their head is just in the danger. In that danger zone. In the danger zone. Yeah. So watch out for apple fritters. I'm a daydreamer. Maybe find this. You are a daydreamer, I am a daydreamer. Most of the time. That was probably the first thing I noticed about you, and I liked it very much. And that's why we're friends. You mean it wasn't my Peter Pan pants? I was going to say that I definitely did notice those first. When I first met Jess, he was wearing a pair of old man pants, like those really kind of, I feel like they were woolen. Uh, They are, I believe, they're slacks. Yeah, they're straight slacks, um, and he had them cut in triangles at the bottom and kind of like just below the knee, so they were kind of like a Peter Pan capri, if you will. Yes. 
Um, yeah, they were green. They were wooly. They were wild. And I think you actually rebuilt those pants, didn't you? Uh, I attempted to make another pair or two. Uh, and they, I, I chose wrong materials because I got mm. them at like a thrift store. Because I wanted to, yeah. in, I wanted to increase my wardrobe of Peter Pan pants. Yeah, um, your carnival wear. Yeah, uh, but uh, then a couple of rounds in the washing machine, and they didn't really work. Right, you had they some got, fraying going on. They got on. some fraying around the edges, and then the other pair, uh, I ripped the butt out. Oh, as you do. Yeah, just you held. I held them up one day, held them aloft above me, and then forced my hand into the seat of those pants and tore them <laughs> tore them asunder oh that's ridiculous you didn't do that no no i bent over and it went and i was like yeah. fuck <laughs> much less fun well that's I think what I happens to, i think i had to do that thing where i was all like oh i tore my pants well dang i don't have any other pants so i had to like figure out a way to get from wherever i was probably work to home which could have been anywhere from a five-minute walk to uh, almost an hour on transit. I think yeah. I might have done that very classy look where you have a hoodie and you take the arms of the hoodie and you tie it around your waist. That's me every day. Yeah. That's what I do. And you're like, hey, look at me. This is the style that I'm rocking. Mm-hmm. Hello, world. We all know that guy, that guy with weird hair and a really bright t-shirt and then a really bright sweater tied around his waist with some weird jean shorts i just painted a picture that i want to erase <laughs> and with that i think it's the end of the episode that sounds great by me was that well, what do you think did we do all the things that we're supposed to in an episode i think so we didn't do joke box today but i don't think That's we need okay. to dip Nah. yeah nah i do want to i do want to get through joke box i'm sorry everybody yeah. i do want to finish the box but it was really it's really bad it's even worse than the jokes that i'm coming up with so yeah well i'm sure we'll get back to it there's not going to be a point where we don't get back to it mm, i don't think so yeah but um as you guys know you've been listening to candace and jess judge a book by its cover i am as always candace i am all am all i am always as is I'm Jess. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very, very great friend got to it, have. Got it in one. Yeah. Just, you're just so, such a natural, like a speech king, a I'm, king of swing, a king of speech. Uh, you're taking a bite out of the James and the Giant speech. If you want to uh, see the covers of these books, you can find them on Instagram and also on Twitter. That's where we put mm-hmm. them up on those two yep. things, and it's always put them up, put them up, Candace and Jess <laughs> on Instagram and at Candace and Jess on Twitter. Choo choo. Hey, if you, hey, if you, dear listener, want to send us an email, because uh, that's something you can do. You yep. can email us at Candace and Jess at gmail.com. Check it every day, and then check it again. And then maybe again. We'd, we'd love to hear from you, even if you're just like, "Hey." Yeah, like how like I heard from a lot of you guys about you know dog tongues. That was great. It was amazing. I heard about a lady uh, from our from our very special Mel out there that her friend had bent over once in a cleaning a bathtub and a dog licked her butt crack. Wow. That's that's freaky. That is truly disturbing. 
And um, I am a better person for hearing that story. So thank you, Mel. Thank you, Mel. Um, I think we said all the things. Yeah, other than like check us out on where you're listening right now. Uh, We're still looking for those reviews and stars on iTunes as always. We just kind of stopped asking about it, but here I am bringing it up again. So hi, iTunes. Um, Yeah. Yep. It's been been a slice. That it has. It's been a fritter. Gonna cue that outro music. Oh, you're gonna try. Okay, bye. (laughs) 